See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> hey! hey! All right, we're here. Hey, happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, I'm going to hit, I'm gonna hit uh, record before my, my rage pours out of every orifice. Nobody wants to see that. Rage yeah. against the machine. Yeah. Yes. Especially since I'm right here in front of you. I don't want, you know, any rage <laughs> you don't want to on re- me. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to have some anti-rage <laughs> Anti-rage, yeah. It's been, a, hey, it's been a great week. Yeah, it's a great really, week. Really, pl- really proud to be where I work. Yeah, anyway, and, yeah. and hey, the well, I guess this is like two months later, but hey, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Yay. Oh yeah, dude. what a great week, America! You know, when I think of America, I just think of pride. I'm I'm proud about every <laughs> single thing. Every time I turn the TV on, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just proud. Yeah, you're proud. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. I love this country. I sure don't want to burn it to the ground. <laughs> Yay! 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 Everything! <laughs> yep. Yay, world! We yep. love you. We are the world. Uh, what are we anyway, though? Really? We're slow robot a go go, yeah. right? Is that what Show we are? Show two fifty nine. This week we got a twofer, twofer, twofer. A bogo. Yeah, buy, buy one uh, get one. Buy one bad movie, get a second one uh, for free. For free. Yeah. We'll do the work for you. My name's Mal. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown, and this is Slow Robot A Go Go. And, uh, yeah. What did you, uh, what did you watch? I did. Movie? All right, go. I did. Oh, my God. I could talk about this movie for such a long time that it'll make the other two really short, so it'll nice. be a great episode. You Good. Know? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I actually watched a movie the other day, which I, believe it or not, never saw as a kid. I saw, it, it was, it's part of a five movie you know, a uh, continuous loop of movies, wow. you know, the uh-huh. Apes movies, okay, I saw the I saw the first one, I saw the second one, but I never saw Escape from the Planet of the Apes, and I saw Conquest, and I saw Battle, oh. so finally, I was, I'm sitting there playing it in front of my TV, and Sundance has it on, but it was like 15 wow. minutes into the movie, so they had that little feature of like, rewind it back to the beginning, oh, nice. so, so I watched it from the beginning, so I knew what the plot line was, uh. but... Now it's like 30 years later, I finally completed the, you know, so completion. So these are all like the 70s, late, and the 80s 70s, ones, okay. The 60s and 70s Okay, 60s one, and yeah. 70s ones, okay. So basically, this is the one which, you know, I'm going to ruin it for everybody in case you haven't oh, seen it. spoiler them. alert! So you can just fast forward like another <laughs> couple of minutes or whatever, but you know the story. They land on a planet, there's these aliens. Oh my god. Taken over, they find out that the planet was really Earth after nuclear. You blew it up, you damn yeah. you dirty apes. And then in the second one, the the you know the ape, the, I mean the they got the the uh, astronauts come back on a search mission. They end up in the same planet miraculously enough. Wow. And then the, and then at the end, uh, you know everything blows up. But on the third one, which I just watched, number three, the two main uh, chimps, apes, whatever, Zira yeah. and Cornelius. Knew what was coming, so they were able to commandeer the of space the 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 messed up spaceship from uh-huh. the astronauts. The my another one of their um, uh, buddies, Milo, was able to figure out how to do it, and they went. They got. Did they just in, fling poo at it until it worked. Kinda good. They got them. in it right before the Earth blew <laughs> up, and they found the you know the controls to the heart of the sun or whatever, and they were yes. able to leave. And as they were leaving. 
They, they saw the earth blow up. And what a coincidence. They go back in time and land on earth like right at the same time that the astronauts, you know, I guess they, they, they did like mm. a reverse or, you know, like they, they had a G, future GPS <laughs> or whatever. Like a wow reversal. Yeah, right. So they land on earth. Mm. And at first you see like, you know, the military sitting there and they see the plane, the, the spaceship landing and they go oh our astronauts are back and three of them come out and then all of a sudden they're like salute them and when they take off their head they have ape heads and everybody's like oh my god what oh, the hell is no. this so then you know the apes brought into captivity wow. and nobody at first nobody knows that they can talk or whatever and then eventually they find out one of them one of them gets killed by they get put into a uh, in a, not a zoo but an animal you know, Preserve, yeah, kind of a thing. With yeah. other, you know, apes. And so they they quickly rise to power. No, they don't rise. They don't rise to power yet. No, no, no. But oh. one of them gets killed by a gorilla that's in the cave, you know, in the cage He's next door. So then they end up flipping off, probably. Yeah, you know. probably. You know, flipping them He's off. Like, oh, you're really dumb, you and I'm so smarter than you. Yeah. Uh huh. So then, the, then like the 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 scientist who's in charge of them finds it out. Finds out. And then the government finds out, and then one, and then but one of these, uh, one of the scientists, uh, oh, what's his face? He, he's on, he's on the soap opera now. Um, oh God, he's he's been on the soap opera for thirty years. Anyway, <laughs> he finds out. Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, he he's he tries to he's he wants to find out how this happened. So he ends up giving Zira like some uh, truth serum or whatever, and then. Uh. Sodium pentothal. He finds out the whole deal, and then he goes, "Well, how is it that apes came to be, you know, uh, whatever, yeah. uh, you know?" And she says, "Well, there was a, there was a, um, a virus that killed all the pet dogs and cats. So then humans started to um, use uh, apes as their main primary, um, you know, uh, pet, you know. But then as the apes were more integrated with the humans, they they developed and they started speech patterns, and they got yeah. like." Uh, they got Weird. smarter and and like eventually in the fourth movie they take over. So um, huh. you know and and you thought so it was five, a real downer ending. There's five of them. Five of them. They went from '68 to like '73. Believe it or not, I saw the first one, but then I only then I saw the the, the remake ones. No, those are well. I, I saw the first remake, the Tim Burton. I didn't yeah, like it. That was it was that. Then the second one was good. The second one was actually really good. I think there's more, but I don't. I, I those I kind of really lose my interest in those like. Fast. I don't know why. Like, you're I like, like them. Eh, yeah. I like them because it's a circ. It's a circular story. It, mm -hmm. it goes from the middle of the story to the end to the to the beginning. It's like Tarantino, yeah. man. They're like, yeah, Ooh, man. It's like Pulp wow. Fiction style. Yeah. There's but, just pieces all over the place, man. Can you make sense of it? But you Who can. Knows? You can tell by the third one they were cheapening up on the effects, as the makeup wasn't that good. The, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The ape suits. It was just like they weren't that good. And there was only like three three uh, apes in it so mm -hmm. you know, later on they they when they went to the conquest there's a bunch of apes and they're revolting it becomes like a metaphor for slavery oh sure of, who doesn't you know. well what doesn't <laughs> it's, it's, everything's either a metaphor for slavery or a metaphor for uh atomic bombs that's that's yeah that's what all movies are after 1962 exactly right. oh no i'm sorry 1946 yeah whatever. after the bomb was yep blown. after the bomb that's it everything's a metaphor for the bomb yeah oh my god but, um, yeah Okay, movie. Okay, movie. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. I mean, I just it fits in with the the cont continuity or whatever. Yeah, so that's yeah, cool. finally you know saw it just because I was there. Yeah. Oh, uh, so round two of me. I don't have. I didn't watch a movie this week. Uh, I watched some. I can't even remember what I watched. I watched some stuff, but uh, like like shows, 
But uh, round two of quitting cable. But, ah. th- but this time I'm doing it a little bit differently. Uh, How you doing it? Uh, I got a Fire Stick from Amazon. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. like a crack for it. You can jailbreak it really easily, and then you have access to 100 million things. So, yeah, that thing. Buy $120 a m- Hello, $120 a month back, you know. That's so I have that. I have the, the Amazon Fire, because I have Amazon Prime, so I do have access to some of the stuff. And then I have a, a, a Netflix, and that's that's enough. That's yeah, I'm fine. Good. Good for you. Um, I'll be doing that soon. Yeah. I, it's... Well, with recent development, football season's over, and with recent recent development, and every penny counts. Over and football season's over. Yay! I'll just put it this way: if we were living in India, I'd have a job. Yeah, <laughs> you also great. you go. Oh, eat, I kid me, I wouldn't. You also couldn't eat hamburgers. That's, Cows are sacred there. Well, don't eat hamburgers meat. are safe, sacred here. Yeah, well, if you lived in India, though, with two patties know. and some cheese and that little special sauce, special sauce man, boom. I, 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 that's, yes. So, uh, I'll keep you, everyone posted on how that goes. Uh, taking kind of a more serious approach to it, so it's gonna work one way or the other. I, I guess I was reading some more about it, because first yeah. time we tried it, we just said, nah. And it was a real impactful, like, you know, we weren't prepared and nothing was working right. And things have gotten a little bit better with the streaming services. Yeah. And I also read a little bit more saying, look, this isn't one for one you make some concessions, you learn to live with some stuff, but a, if you do it right, you're okay. You know, go get a Roku for 40 bucks. There's a, there's a, well, yeah, well you, can, you know that thing. That's that, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah, that's what thing. I weighed. It. I was got, I was leaning towards Roku, but then you after we read it, after we read about them, the one is easier. So I was like, well, that's the one that's the end. So yeah, I'll keep Yay everyone post on that. And yeah, for that. <laughs> exactly. There is an actual thing where if you have one of those, you can buy a service for forty bucks that has like almost everything anyway. Uh, Sling, Sling, they don't have every. I looked at their menu; they don't have that. Everything. Like they have an orange and blue or something like that. The blue the one, one is, with, the entry, uh, is the entry level. With, uh, what's his face? The you know uh, machete, you know. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. I was just looking at the plans. Like the blue, there's like, oh, if you have Sling, then you can just give us some money and we'll give you what you need. And then it's like, okay, the the entry level one is thirty bucks. Yeah. And then for forty bucks you get like ah most everything I would watch I'll have to anyway. Take a look so, at it again. but or you can just do it for free, and I'll do that. Yeah, one. yeah. All right, here we're gonna take a trailer like break. This show for free. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take a trailer break, and when we come back. We're gonna get into one of our two movies this week. It's a dark, scary place from a dark, scary time. There are only two things I can't stand in this world: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures, and the Dutch. The graduating class of Animal High with Disco Daffies, Love Starved Jocks, and Swingin' Cheerleaders in the driver's seat. Animal High. Where are the play-ins? Not on the football field. It's a wild and crazy movie where nobody wears a toga. Animal High. Starring zany Robert Williams, wacky Keith Martin, and sexy Suzette Summers. Red Arr. Animal High from Tantamount Pictures. <laughs> It'll take all your jeans off. Look out! Here comes the wildest bunch 
of back clawing, bloodlusting, shine drinking, pill taking, pot smoking, trip taking, law breaking, bootlegging, cop killing, fast living characters you've ever seen. It's the moonshine blockbuster of the year. See them both. The bootlegger. He wanted the money and he didn't care how. He's mean and mad for moonshine. The bootlegger. Plus, on the same bill, Moonshiner's Woman. Mix moonshine with LSD and you take a murder trip. Moonshiner's Woman. From the backwoods to the bright lights, she was big trouble. It's big action, big trouble, big excitement. Moonshiner's Woman. Moonshiner's Woman. Moonshiner's Woman. Moonshiner's Woman. It makes Thunder Road look like an ice cream social. You found me beautiful one. Honey, you got real ugly. Just listen to this. The cheerleaders are back in our greatest adventure yet. Revenge of the Cheerleaders. Revenge of the Cheerleaders will show you why we're the team that everybody wants to make. We know the best way for our team to get ahead is for us to get our backfields in motion. And that's what we're here for. So if you want to see the girls that put the high in high school and the laughs in your life, check out Revenge of the Cheerleaders. We're everybody's favorite student bodies. Revenge of the Cheerleaders, rated R. You are the offspring of the bastard son of some whore. Give me, give me. All right, we give are me, give back. Me free. Give me, give me free. So, ah, uh, yeah. First movie. What did you pick for this week, Doctor Morbius? I picked a movie from 1932. 1932. That would be a long time ago. That would be oh, 80 something years ago. 80 something years ago, man. A hundred thousand years ago. Years ago. Twelve million years ago is when it was from. Effing four years ago the old dark house the old dark house from 1932 and i will say i was like oh, 1932 that's pretty cool this this does not this does not seem like a 1930s movie hmm. it's um it's more it to me it felt more modern more relative more relevant than like some 30s movies are like oh my god well you like, notice that this movie hardly didn't have any music they still hadn't they yeah. really hadn't gotten down the musical soundtrack to the their harpsichord budget was off the charts so they were like well we're not paying that you know yeah yeah Uh, (coughs) and and for a while there this was a lost movie really yep because in like i think in the it, it wasn't included okay when in the 50s when universal did their they did this horror movie package called shock theater where that's when all the their classic movies showed up on tv and that's where the horror host came up because this package shows up I think I have a PDF of it too, which I'll give to you, which is pretty cool. But anyway, and then like all these TV stations go, oh wow, we can actually show all these good old movies that never been on TV before right. on television. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? He goes, oh, let's get the weatherman <laughs> and dress him up like the, a monster and have him the host or vampire or right, whatever. Right. Yeah. So they did that, and then you know this wasn't part of their package for some reason or Weird. another. So I guess I've I've read I've heard many stories. One of them says that. You know, Universal had lost it, and there was one collector that had a copy. And when he died, they found it. But supposedly, uh, it when when they had a remake was made in the early '60s, yeah, and they pulled it. And then like it was just it was it was like not, floating around out there. It was huh? just it was not even in circulation. And a director, Curtis Harrington, I think, went to Universal and said, "You have to put this movie out. Karloff's in it. It's right after. It's one it's of his first movie. ones. Yeah, it's like a second. It's well, well not, no, I mean, he did yeah, silent movies. Yeah, 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 but yeah." Maybe the second talking movie or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't really yeah. talking this one either, you know. Not much. Or the first one, you know, kind of an easy psycho. gig, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he got him to they got him to redo it and then <laughs> it came back and you know and now, but it, I I believe 
you know, I don't think it's in public domain, but it's, you know, I think it lapsed into something or other, you know. Oh, I no, mean? this is public domain. It have to yeah, be. Yeah. Um, even um, if, even, even if know, they Rural try and, like. have the elements to it. I think they're yeah. putting out a Blu-ray of it or something yeah. like that. But at any rate, this is, the, this movie, if you really think about it, I, I, I didn't even make this connection, but. I was reading about it a little bit. If you really think yeah. about it, this is like the prototype, not only for stuff like the Adams Family or you know the House of Weirdos or whatever, but it's kind of like the in a way, in a weird way, not exactly, but the te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. People get stranded. Yeah. They they go into the house of weirdos, and then all of a sudden they're like buried. But you know, like you know, every psycho in the world is in this house. Or so whatever. weird. Then it was. I did enjoy this movie. Um. It was it was because it was the actors were all good. The actors were all good, and and they, they you did keep kind of like what's going on here? Like yeah. they it was very suspenseful how it was shot. They it was it was obvious whoever made like the guy who made this James movie really knew how to like have suspense, yeah. how to how to shoot a movie correctly. Everything was framed right. Everything was like done right. If somebody did something weird. They let you have enough of it that you were intrigued, but not enough of it to answer any questions. Mm, yeah, you know, as true. it was going along, and that's that's a big mistake a lot of people make. They either they either like show you somebody chewing the scenery too long, hmm. or they just blurt out what it is, and they're like, "Oh, well, here's the axe," you know. And, but this one was they gave you enough to keep you hungry, so you kept going back yeah, and kept because it was great. It was it was a really interesting. They, they movie. kept. It was like when these when the, the, it's like this couple and and their friends show up. And they're driving through whatever Scotland, uh, right, or something. Yeah, like it, that. it was supposed to be yeah something. Uh, this scene now they're driving like in one of those old thirty thirties Fords where it was like the the two door they call it two two door two where Tudor? where it's like a it's like it's like a big boat yeah, really oh, like yeah. it's all wide open except for like the canopy. And this scene was so funny because I've seen a lot of old video of what they used to do to cars. Like, there was this period of time in America when there wasn't really officially roads and people just took (laughs) cars, like, wherever. And these old cars kind of never stopped. It's true. They were too dumb to get broken down. Like, so they would be (laughs) driving on these in ruts that were... You didn't even see the tires anymore, and stuff. And and that this scene was reminiscent of that. And I think, oh, I forgot those videos because I used to watch them. And uh, I, I was in awe because these these cars were just so they were made built to. They just was they they would break down and overheat and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, people were doing these obscene things with these they cars. They didn't know any better. They didn't know any better. They didn't know how to care or protect the roads them. They weren't just, built yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this is. These guys are driving in this water, and at one point it's floating in, in this like o- like river, and then it's like going over these potholes that are basically swallowing the car, and stuffs falling on it. You know, well, because the rainstorm. Yeah, and they just are like, well, keep driving, and and they kept driving, and then finally they got to civilization, and that's what that's when this this couple and their very annoying friend yeah, in the yeah, back. This yeah, guy yeah. in the back was like singing and being a real doofus. I think like, he was singing singing in the rain. Of Even before the was. movie, yeah, came, and you're like, like uh, twenty years before the movie came out. Uh, but so they break down. They, they, well, the car gets in a ditch, and then it's like they, they finally get out because the, the the place is collapsing. The, the yeah, wall, yeah. There's the, like a landslide hitting it or whatever. So they end up at this old dark house. Yeah, and they're like knock on the door. You know, they're soaked, and then this like strange, skinny little like 
effeminate, weird guy. He's so weird, dude. This guy is so strange, you know? And he's like, yes, can I help you? He goes, um, can we come in? Well, it's kind of raining here. And he's like, um, okay, I guess, <laughs> you know? So they go in and they're like thanking the guy and blah, blah, blah and all this. And, you know, they, they, they sit down by the fire and he goes, have a seat. And then all of a sudden, and then, <laughs> and then that's the first weirdo. And he's like, I, but he's kind of like, you know, not not aggressive or he's not like scary he's just weird okay but you know again you don't know with people like that what they could do and then all of a sudden they're sitting there like warming up and this crazy old lady shows up and she's like what who are you what are you doing here what's going on here and then the, 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 well these people and she's just barking and so weird and she's like, just barking at like psychotically and, and that's the thing she's like get out of here you can't stay here oh Okay, go get him a lamp or whatever. And yeah, like, no beds, no beds, no beds. And I'm <laughs> like, like, what the? And, you know, it, it's so weird. The lady is so strange in this guy. Who, and she's like three feet tall, too. Yeah. And the, the butler, who is Boris Karloff, he plays Morgan. He's the guy who opens the door first and yeah. he's like... Rrr, 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 yeah, know, he doesn't face. speak. He's just being a weirdo. Like a big scar down his face. Yeah, has, of course, you know. You know and... Yeah, that's right. He's the one. He's the first one they see. They don't see the. They the, they they knock on the door and he just goes. Mmm. Yeah. And they, no no visitors. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, no visitors. And they go, oh, let us in. We're, we're we can't go anywhere. Mm. Then the guy comes down. The effem- like you're saying that effeminate guy. And then he comes. Come in. Blah blah. blah it's fabulous. Let's have a party. Yeah. And then like then that lady comes and just there. She she's resolute to them staying, but she hates them. And she's, she's like angry. Yeah, she's yeah. angry about she's everything. Like angry. She's like, uh, and then it's like they 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 go, okay, you can stay. Uh, and then they start serving dinner. I figured they weren't going to get any food, you know. Well, but well, first she goes, oh, you can go change. Oh yeah, that's. And right. then she just goes with this tirade about how how she, she, she's horrible. with the Lord and you and they're all hussies and yeah, you're yeah. a hussy and you're gonna burn in hell with the devil and and. He's like, and you look good now, but you're gonna rot one day. Yeah. And the girl, and Gloria Stewart, who's beautiful in this movie, she's like, who? You know, she was in Titanic. Oh, okay. She was in Titanic. Oh, she was there like you the, go. The, the, yeah, she's like freaks out. You know, she like runs out or whatever. Yeah, because she's just like, because the lady's out of her mind. She goes, oh, my husband, my my, our father is is a is an infidel, and he's he yeah. was a whoremonger and all and this crap. And he's still alive. And you're like, wait, what are you talking about? Because this lady's like seven. And, and then there's somebody even worse, like locked up above everybody that they can't yeah, she, let out. She does know? drive up the exposition train a little bit. She's oh, kind of like God, stops. Yeah. Okay, next next stop. All the things. Yeah. But yeah. at this point, you don't believe her because you think she's, she's not. out of her mind, yeah. Yeah, like, this is grade A crazy. First, oh, yeah. you think the other people are crazy. Then this lady shows up and just says, no, no, I'm crazy. And then, blah, 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 and then just, she's just doing this bouting about God yeah. and about this. And that, then, then they... Then they, she finally gets changed and, and she's a real knockout. And she though, runs like, out because she's scared. Yeah. Poopless of yeah. you know, the, this woman, and then they're all by the fire, and then they go, okay, well, well time dinner, dinner. served. Yeah, dinner served. And you're like, wait, what are we doing now? You know. Like, so then, uh, so then, like, her and her brother start getting into it. Uh, he, she goes like, 
Well, you said grace, and he goes like, "Oh, like you want me to say that?" She goes, "Oh, you're a godless heathen. You're gonna, you know, you're, you, 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 even though you're a heathen, you're afraid of dying and blah blah." And everybody's looking at each other, like, "What? The, I, I hope, I hope it stops raining soon, because I got to get out." I would have been like, "Is there another house we can stay? Because this one's kind of freaking me out a little bit." And then they, they like, they're serving the Karloff is serving the food, and it's like, "Have a potato, you know? Have yeah, a potato." I'll tell you straight up, I have never seen the potato agenda pushed. This yeah. hard since I watched Gore Outlaw uh, from oh, yeah. Out, uh, Warriors from Hell. No, um, Deathstalker and I the Warriors from Hell. I never saw okay, that. there's a movie called Deathstalkers and the Warriors from Hell, and there's a scene where this guy is in this thing, and there's two women, like a, a mother and a daughter. They're pushing the potato agenda as hard <laughs> as this movie, and I was watching. I even have it in my notes. I was like, I have never seen the potato agenda pushed this hard since. Uh, you know, Deathstalker. Because it's just, have a potato, and then someone else sit down. Have a potato. And it's during this meal, then, like, Loudmouth McGee and his prostitute just kick the door in, and they're like, oh, we're and wet Charles now. Charles Lawton, yeah. yeah. We're wet now, and, and they weren't, blue. they were barely even invited in, and this, and this guy just takes over the house like he owns it, and you're like, who is this that guy? That was Charles Lawton's yeah. first American movie. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm from Mario England and blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and he's got his showgirl girlfriend there yeah. with him. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. She's and also beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, he, he literally acts like he owns this place. And you're like, who is this guy? Who are you? You know, and, and they dry off and then they sit down and then they're eating. And, <laughs> and, and there's a lot of drinking going on considering this is Prohibition. Oh, but this is London, 32. isn't it? Yeah, this is on. Oh, because I was. Oh, l- kids could drink over in London. I was Scotland I, or London. Yeah, or, they uh, weren't squares like us stupid Americans. Yeah. But because during in America during that time was solidly in in the prohibition, so they would have been drinking horrid lighter fluid style gin and stuff. So. But you I, mean like but, Mad Dog 2020 and Night Train? Not even that good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was a tough time for stupid Americans. Yeah. Who knew it was only going to get worse? But anyway, uh, <laughs> so then, so yeah, now he's there and the whole cast is here, you know, and then, and and this is, this movie does, I don't want to say bogs down in the middle, but it kind of splinters off and you're like, how did we get here now? Because the showgirl starts going after the friend even though she's there with with Charles Lawton, and then she, which is whose name is Pendergrass? Pendergrass. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. Pendick something. No, Sir William Porterhouse. Porterhouse, yeah, like a state. Penderdrill is the other guy. So yeah, because he, you know, whatever, he's fat, and and then because so then then she's like, oh, he's like this guy, the the single friend is like, oh, you want some booze? I have some whiskey in the car. Oh, let's go, and then they just go drink and like, and then and then and then Karloff, they don't hear from him, and all of a sudden. They they start hearing him and they go oh oh he's in the he's in the kitchen and they're he's like drunk oh he's now. drunk and yeah and he has a liking for Gloria Stewart he is Rape Town USA yeah yeah <laughs> he, this guy is yeah. crazed lunatic Rape Town USA yeah that's his name so yeah. now that's going on and then the other two are like in the stable drinking beer and she's falling in love with him they're, and, they're, and he's gonna propose marriage before the end of the movie you know after like you know like five hours together or he's whatever like, yeah I'm like what are you talking about like oh it's the the soldier and the hooker this week this year on NBC you know you're like okay whatever and then, and then she's telling them that Porterhouse you know Charles Lawton is like she, she's like his safe date or whatever because they don't yeah. they don't she goes out with him because he has money and he takes just, but she's not really doing anything they don't have any sex because he still loves his wife who's died yeah that's whatever. what she says she's like look I'm like it's floozy but 
it's, he, yeah, I'm he, not really he, he a just, hoe. I'm yeah, just he just like, sits uh, on the bed and, and talks to me. Yeah. Because he misses his wife. So while that's going on, to cut back to the the other thing, to the inside the house, and freaking Carlos starts going into like a He rage. goes mental. He he literally goes mental where he just goes, oh, time? Time for me to snap? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamana, hamana, hamana. So then he's like chasing a girl, and he falls down some steps. That though The guy comes in, he's like, hey, stop trying to rape my wife. Yeah, right. And he knocks him down the steps with his lamp. Yeah, this, he finally belts him with the lamp. Yeah, there was this long, that. like lamp thing that we're just skipping right over because we don't need any of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. They wanted to go with a lamp. <laughs> so he smashes the guy in the head with a lamp and he falls down there like, well, run! And then they they kind of go up and then he he wakes back up and he's like, ugh, he's all crazy but, still. But, but, but Raymond Massey, who's like <laughs> the husband of the husband of Gorsuch, they go up the stairs. I forgot what reason they went up to. But they just ran away from him. They ran away from him and they find this locked door and, and, and where the there, where, where there was like they heard they, he had heard some like crying before, so they go well let's find out what the hell's in here you know because yeah. like oh. you know we need to see some more weirdos you yeah know? why not and and it, we we also forgot to say the 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 lady uh, lady the 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 crazy sister took porterhouse and said. Oh, this crazy woman opened the door and it's blowing wind and rain in my room. Oh, yeah, right. And he's so like, okay, I'll go do it. Room, yeah, so then he's yeah. like, okay, so they're gone. And then he... And then the brother kind of locked himself in the room, right? Uh, Did he? I mean, no, no, he's... The, the the friend is... The, the brother, the skinny... Oh, the brother. Yeah, yeah. He said, okay, I'm out of here, 23 skidoo. And he went and locked himself away because he knew crazy town was coming. So then... These two go up and they break into this room and it's the old man. The the dad is which is really there. a woman. Yeah, I mean because it's real. He got a, an old woman to play the dad or so whatever. So weird. And she's he's like, oh yeah, I'm the father here. And he goes, yeah, there's a bunch of weirdos there, but make sure you don't go and open the door for Saul because he's yeah. like he's like the the worst one of all. He's, they he's, all he's a murderer. They all mention Saul like oh. You can't yeah. let him out because he's like a arsonist or he's a murderer or whatever. <laughs> so and great. they're like, oh, can we get you some water, old ma'am, sir, whatever the hell you are. Whatever the hell you are. Bearded lady from the circus. Yeah, bearded yeah. lady from the circus. How old are you? I'm 100 years old and yeah. I've seen everything. <laughs> then he goes into this weird, like, laughing, giggling thing and goes, up two ladies with Saul. And you're like, what now? And then they just leave. They just kind of like leave. He, the, the, he the fell asleep. Yeah, he fell asleep. And they're like, well, see ya. And then they're like, oh my God, he's he's released the crazy person. So basically, Morgan. Yeah, because yeah, Karloff woke up and he yeah, went upstairs. And Morgan, saw. the crazy person, went to get the crazier person. So now you're like, hold on, time out. We need a flowchart here. So Porterhouse is with the crazy sister. Yeah. The brothers just said, I'm not in this movie anymore, goodbye. Like the, the other stable. two are still playing grab ass in the stable. The wife and husband are there, and now they're all at the bottom going, oh, no. And Karloff Carl comes down, and he's like, and then you just see this hand, and you're like, wait, who is this? So then they go and they fight. Karloff comes down and starts fighting, and at this point, I think that the lovers go in. Uh, the, you know, back, the soldier yeah. they come back in because he's kind of like the key fighter for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, right. and then they, then after he starts fighting with Karloff, then they like kind of like then craziest guy comes down. 
right? Yeah. Like, but yeah, there was yeah, something yeah. happened. There's, that- two, there's two things happened. Crazy guy confronts Raymond Massey and the other guy. They, didn't they lock Karloff in the kitchen or something? Oh, like yeah, that? yeah. They beat him up and threw him in the kitchen and locked that. Yeah. And then they go, well, we're really scared of this guy because old lady man, bearded lady, said that he's the craziest of the crazy. Yeah. So he takes the two girl, like the soldier takes the two girls and says, "You go in there." They he locks them in this. Yeah, he like, locks them in the room. Yeah. Room, and the the brother or the hu- the husband got hurt, so he was like laid up. Remember, he wasn't in this at all. Yeah. Because now it's like soldier versus this insane person. And then, but before they start getting into it, that saw guy comes out. <laughs> he's like a little old man, you know. Yeah. They're like, what's up with this guy? And he goes, "Oh yeah, you gotta help me. I'm." I've been kept up here for so long. Yeah. You know, these people are mean to me. I'm a really nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. And as he's like, you know, well, let's let's talk. And as the, as the other guy moves away, you see, like, that Saul's guy's face changes. And he, like, grabs, like, a knife or something. He grabs the world's like, biggest knife. They were using to carve up potatoes. Yeah, so then, so then they, they he, he, like, pulls a knife on him. And he goes, like, well, let's let's talk a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah this guy's slick. The yeah. other guy's smooth because he's a sit down and he's seeing he's like looking around what he can kill this guy with. Yeah, yeah, right. Which look, I don't know, old crazy guy with a knife. I still think I could take him. Yeah, I, right. I would just brain him across the head with a chair. But yeah. so then the soldier's like, "Hey, we're buddies, right? You love me, don't you?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's why I got to kill you." And he's like, "Nah, you don't got to kill me. Yeah. We're all buddies." Yeah, he's Mister Slick. He's trying to slick him out, and because he sees that there's a fire poker that he can smash him in the head with. Yeah. But it doesn't work. This old man covers ground in a second yeah, and takes him out, and you're like, wait, what happened here? And they're fighting and rolling around, and then the guy runs up, and he starts lighting the place up. He starts lighting the place up. He knocked it. It's so he, funny. Yo, go ahead. He, what, did, he, did he knock the soldier guy Yeah, out? he knocked the soldier guy down. And, and he, he starts lighting the place up on fire. He picks up a log and just goes, I have fire. <laughs> and he runs yeah, well, around. Well, before he did that, they were talking at the table, and he goes, oh, I love fire, you know? Fire is like a cold it's, steel. Yeah, and you're like, wait, that's the opposite of fire. What are you talking about, crazy old yeah. man? So they get into a fight. He knocks him out. Then he starts burning the place up. Then Soldier Boy wakes up. And I think somebody go, he go, runs up to where, um, you know, Saul is. And they start fighting. And they're like they're like beating the crap out of each yeah. other, and then they they break the uh, the the banister, the banister, yeah. and they both oh, fall down. They both go over, all fall down, you know. And and, and craziest of crazy old man falls, and so does the soldier. They both like go down, and then the girls are like, well, he he they he was like gonna kill the girls or something like that, yeah. or do things to them. That's when the soldier woke up and started going like that's when he started going at it, and then they both fell, and then they're like, oh no, oh no, no wait. That's not true. They both fall. Then freaking then Karloff Morgan comes back out. Right. Then he hears people in the closet and opens the door. He's like, "Now I'm gonna rape you both." Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Hey, you remember your friend? He's dead over there." Yeah. And they're like, and it turns out that it's his dad, not his friend. Like Saul is Morgan's dad. Yeah. So the crazy acorn didn't fall fall out of the car out of the crazy tree. Yeah. And then he kind of goes ham and ham and ham and blah 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 blah, and then they just. You know, I forget who brains him, but somebody... Somebody brains him. Yeah, yeah, knocks him out. And he's dead. And then Soldier Boy, oh, the girl's like crying. Oh, my God, he's going to marry me. I love them. And then, wait, wait, he's alive. He's alive. Just like in the first first Frankenstein movie. I was like, ah, come on. Well, that was the same guy who made both movies, so he was making a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I thought that they were going to have him die. Because a chorus girl slash hooker, they don't ever get a break like that. Yeah. Like... In real life, 
that guy would have died and she would have just... She would have gone back to Porterhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, those... Oftentimes, the people that wallow in that kind of world can't seem to ever get out, if yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But so anyway, so now... Now it's morning. Yeah. And they, everyone has survived. And the, and the brother, the effeminate brother comes down like nothing's happening. He's like, so, hi, good morning. You have a good Grace time. Grace guys are going to clear <laughs> up. Put on a happy face. Look, it's sunny now. You can leave. And yeah, they're, like, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. And the, the two, the, the couple get in the car and they're like, well, we'll come back. We'll send An help. ambulance or something. An ambulance. And the girl's like sitting there holding this guy that, that you know, Saul's dead. Morgan's just... Morgan, now he's not drunk, so everything's okay again. I guess, yeah. And, and, you know, and Fatty Arbuckle's standing around, he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to just have some booze. <laughs> yeah. And and then and the girl's holding the, the, the guy with his head wrapped up, and he's like, will you marry me? And it's like, the end. And you're like, will you marry me? What the... F- yeah, what? that was quick. Like, this... this there was some stuff in this movie that you're like, wait, what the hell? They had to tie it up like really. Oh yeah, this was like this was in like a hundred twelve minutes. This is like a kung fu minutes. ending, man. It was like, oh, yeah. I love you, the end. Like yeah, that's the, right. you're like, wait, what happened? And then the little plane, a universal yeah. picture, you know, <laughs> like you son of a bitch. Uh, it, it, there was some stuff in there that we cut out because who cares? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Good movie. I yeah. I I actually can tell you. I I really enjoyed this movie. Okay. I mean, okay. when I watched it, it wasn't anything that it drug down, bogged down. There was nothing like that was just annoying as hell. Um, and I did like laugh a lot of it. A lot of it was like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Like, yeah. like some of it was like, "Wait, where did this come from?" Like that, you're like you're like it just come, kind of comes out of nowhere. No, and you're like, like it's like British eccentrics. You yeah, know? yeah, and yeah. It's like all these kooky weirdos or whatever. It was a lot like that one. What was that one movie where the the body was in the lake? Let the bodies hit the lake, and it was it was it was in like that castle. You chose it. It was like a one of those castle movies where the like there was the the dead girl was in the bottom of the lake, and they're like, oh, who has the the dolls? Kill baby kill. Kill baby kill. It, it, kill baby it, kill. It, it reminded you of that because of the setting, because of the you yeah. know some of that stuff, but. I, I I liked a lot. It's, I had a lot of the, fun with it. It's like the father of all these movies. For a thirty-two, know? man, yeah. this is a solid movie. For nineteen thirty-two, I I but couldn't believe it was a thirty. James Well is a great director. He did Bride of Frankenstein. He did Frankenstein. He did this. He did a few others. There's a couple of other thirties ones that I'm gonna uh, yeah. pull out of my uh, you know hat or whatever. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not and I'm not dissing thirties movies, but usually you can feel them like. Usually they're slow and, they and very, slow. very <laughs> but hey, silent 60s, filmish. 60s movies are slow too. Yeah. You know? it's not that. This one didn't feel it. To me, yeah. this one didn't even feel it. It felt like something from the 70s where it was kind of clipping along. Some stuff is happening. Enough weirdness that you're like, oh, that's weird. Uh, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. I'm going to say like a 7.5. I don't know. Yeah, I'll you. give it. I'll give it the same thing. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't. I, I liked it a lot, but I was a little bit disappointed because I'd never seen it, uh-huh. and I thought it was it was it would be more horrific. It was to a certain extent, but it really was a character study and yeah. weirdness. There was no horror element to this, other than just craziness. Yeah, there. I mean, Karloff looked pretty scary, and it was gothic, and it was like, yeah. what's going on up there? Who's the who's the saw? Is he gonna be some monster that's gonna come out? One or, or two bodies would have made this a little bit more. Yeah. Where because this, I watched it almost like it was a comedy. 
It, it kind of is. Because of the in level of the insanity, it everyone, kind of you know, is, yeah. everyone's like one-upping their craziness, and you're like, okay, when's this going to stop? You know, this elevator has to stop at somewhere, it you know. It kind of is, yeah. But, but, uh, it's, but yeah, it's entertaining. I had a lot of fun with it, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. All right, we're gonna take a chiller break, and then then num two movies for the price of one. Can you, is is your head gonna stay on your body? Oh, Probably is, not. Is this next thing a movie? This next thing, well, well, let's let's listen to some trailers. Ooh, when we yeah. come back, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say the mare, as they say. Say la, huh? Yeah. Sail away. Come sail away. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Now our radio clearance over. That's Clarence over. Over. Roger. Huh? In the tradition of Russ Meyer, the screen explodes in a potent, virile explosion of sheer sexual energy. Only recent court decisions coupled with the brilliance of an international director make this film possible. From the withering cesspool of modern minds, an observation of the great society without morals. People in a hurry. Traveling a road that goes nowhere. People caught in the mirror of self-truth. A solid cinematic realization. Man and woman. Loving. Hating. Using. A slice of unleashed hate and violence. Don Davison's masterpiece of sin and sexual passion. Obscenity, obscenity, a tale of rampant desires and unfulfillment told with a candor that seduces the senses and erupts on the screen in a culmination of desires and passions that make this the supreme film. Obscenity, obscenity, the first motion picture that gives you more than it promises. No one under 18 will be admitted with or without their parents. Obscenity, obscenity. You don't see it. You feel it. Four fried chickens and a Coke. And some dry white toast, please. I don't know where you are in the house at this precise moment, but run and get your mother and tell her why she should go and see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's like orange juice. It's like everything you've ever known that's good for you. <laughs> See the Rocky Horror Picture Show, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. I was visiting a bar there, not unlike this one. They serve beer, not quite as good as this, but close. And in walks the biggest Mexican I have ever seen. Big as shit. Just walks right in like he owns a place. Now nobody knew quite what to make of him. Or quite what to think. But there he was. And in he walked. Here in person tonight, White Horse Drive in Theater, The Trial of the Dead. Eighteen living nightmares leap from the stage. All lights go out and the monsters are released from their coffins. They may grab you. Victims from the audience will be thrown from the stage a piece at a time. Human heads chopped off. Jungle worms and swamp rats run around your feet. Extra on stage, back from the grave. The spirit materialization of Bruce Lee. King of Kung Fu. It's real. On stage, not a movie. You may need help. Help! Help! <coughs> Tonight, White Horse Drive in Theater. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? Uh, no luck. All right, we're back. 
Oh, and I'll tell you, talk about no luck. Wow, did I pick a bad movie? Yeah, I knew, I knew. (laughs) When you when you said it, I was like, I was thinking to myself, really? Well, you warned me. I warned you. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do the wrong thing and say, let's do it anyway. Well, it's different. I chose Mr. Freedom. Yes, Mr. Freedom. Now, nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah, nineteen sixty-eight. Yes, correct. And that was by uh, who? Delphine Sig. Sayrig, who actually did uh, this really great horror movie called Daughters of Darkness that we'll probably watch. Oh, nice! And then John Abbey played Mr. Freedom. Mr. Freedom. Now, this okay. I do like these types of movies sometimes. I, I look I, I ladle adoration on uh, on uh, Death Race 2000. Yeah. Um and I was like that's what this is going to be. But this that, that's not what this movie is. No, this movie is like not subtle. This it's movie, like hammers you over the yeah. head with America bad. Yeah. America bad. Made by an expatriate American who left who went to France. France yeah. So cuz apparently he was afraid this movie would ever get shown. So he had to show it like at some film festival in 68 so it would get shown or whatever. Yeah. Probably because it was so stupid yeah. that, you know, nobody was going to watch it. But this, yeah. re- you know what this reminds me of? And I never did see it. This reminds me back in the 70s of the midnight movies. This would have been a perfect midnight of movie. Of course. Like this or, or Rocky Horror, yeah, same exactly. shit. Like a bunch of stoned, you know, yeah. dudes and dudettes. Half of them wouldn't get it, but they would laugh because it's dumb and with boobs. It would, uh, I, yeah, I'll and that's you. the thing about this movie too. This movie knew that its stupid message was so dumb and so over oh the head God. that it had to show boobs just to get you through this thing. And the funniest thing, this is one. Now, every now and then, I'll say this, and I, if you know what I'm talking about, then you then you go, aha, I understand. I watched this movie. <laughs> and the, the credits roll and click flicker off. I turn the TV off and I sat there and I think and think to my little thinker sword and I go, what the fuck did I just fucking watch right here? What was that hour and a half of my life? Like, like there, like you don't even know. It's not like it's too smart for me and it's not like it's too... You just don't even know what the hell that was. Like, you just sit there and go, well, huh, never getting that time back in my life because it, it wasn't like anything. It's a political statement, okay? America was in the middle of Vietnam, and they're talking about how, like, you know, uh, Mr. Freedom is like the ugly Texan American. Oh, yeah. I think they're they're referencing uh, Lyndon Johnson more so. that This is before Nixon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're referencing Lyndon Johnson or whatever. He's like a Texan big dude, and he's like, you know, your typical, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to kick their ass and take no prisoners and all that. But then it becomes... When, when it does this anti-war thing, which is fine, whatever, but then it becomes like a criticism of American culture too, you know, with all yeah. the with all the, like the supermarkets with all the big signs and the the girls running Dancing around in around. their like cheerleader outfits. I and, didn't understand it. Like like most yeah. of the stuff was over my head because it was. I doubt it was very relevant at the time. Yeah. And now, looking. All the things that people cried and bitched about in the 60s, you can stick those up your ass. Because we have way bigger problems now than they ever had back then, like sociologically, uh, you know, politically. Well, you know what the problem with the 60s was? and I, It's the draft. Okay. That was yeah, I got people, it. Kid, young people were really afraid of getting drafted. Cause they young didn't. white kids. No, blacks, too. Jimi Hendrix was in Vietnam, too. Yeah, no, the blacks got drafted. No, no, I know, but I mean the white kids were the ones. They're the ones who were doing most of the protesting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they were doing most of the, like today, (laughs) you know, because they didn't want to go to Vietnam because they figured, because they, 
you know, they didn't want. It was like a war that was not my war. Basically, it wasn't winnable. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't even. It wasn't nothing. And Lyndon Johnson even did some dirty tricks to get us more involved in it (laughs) or whatever. But you know, that's besides. Read your history books and you know Wikipedia it or whatever and find it out. When you're watching a political satire or political whatever you want to call it, I call like a satire. You know. Yeah. Uh, If it was barely relevant back when it was made in '68, looking at it 40 years later, it means nothing to me. It was just like big goofy guys making fun of America doing dumb stuff. Or big goofy French guys making yeah, fun of America. Yeah, making fun of America. And you're like, oh, sh- we have people now that have declared jihad on us so much. That's not even... This is hilarious how much you're making fun of America. Yeah. Well, you kid making fun of America. We're so used to it. It's like, whatever. You yeah, know? I know. But back then, I mean... It's probably shocking I, I got a feeling this movie didn't get shown much. You know what I mean? It was like... It's a Criterion, you know, collection or whatever. I know. Probably because like, it was like, you know, this is an... Uh, quote-unquote art film. No, the criteria was sitting there like, we need something that no one's ever heard of that we can, like, just invent being cool. You know, because they have, like, a hipster room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly they pick, like, real stuff, and then there's, like, three or four guys who smoke those little clove cigarettes, and they're, like, very cool. Yeah. And they have, they look like lumberjacks, even though they're effeminate. And then they they pick, they're, like, they're, like, oh, what are we going to pick this week that's going to be really edgy this month? And they're, like, I found it. Oh my God! Watch <laughs> this guy. He makes fun of America nonstop. <laughs> They're like done, <laughs> and that's the Criterion did. The hipster room spoke, and they said, "Okay, ka-chunk. let's do it. Money, you know, like money, money, money. Boom. You know, baby boomers, <laughs> counterculture, boom, ching." So, I mean, all this thing is basically like, this guy's like uh, uh, Mr. Freedom, and at the beginning of it, he kills, he's like, what was it? He goes into the black house, uh, black house, and they go, hey, we got this new TV, rent-free or money-free yeah, or whatever. Like zero like down, and they're like talking about how they like zero down using like credit, buy it now for credit. And he kicks the door and he just starts shooting people and shooting <laughs> the stuff, and you're like, what is this now? And it's like, okay... So then he and then get, he goes to talk to Donald Pleasant. Donald Pleasant says, "Mister, you know, come and see me in the in the booth of you know oh, whatever." And this was so annoying how they kept on like the breaking it up. Oh God, I was like, Argh. and he goes, "Well, uh, Captain uh, Captain France got killed, you know, last week." Yeah. And Mister Freedom's like, "Oh no, he was my friend. I I helped." He, he, goes, he well, was like, "They he they he doesn't like women. He's they make they make sure that you know he's gay." Yeah, Mister Freedom, Freedom is gay, but. Not he won't say that he's gay, but he never touches women. But then he does have sex with a he woman. Does, I just had with, with, with with the clown girl, with clown the girl hair, with yeah. The, yeah, Daphne Sarig, yeah. Because he starts seeing him, but I, we're, yeah, not, we'll we're, we're not going to do. Well, we're no, not, no, no, we're no, not no, doing no, a scene no, for no, scene on this no, one, no, don't no, no. we? So basically, he gets the mess. He gets the he got to go to France. Yeah, and, like, and that's when because the commies, yep. the commies are infiltrating, and you got to get the red commies. I think they, they're talking more about the Chinese than the Russians. Yeah, the I red think. dragon and the red uh, dragon Muji man, oh, which is God. the Russian guy, and everybody's like a over, like a either a cartoon character or a big inflatable balloon, you know. And everybody's a buffoon so too. So weird. When he goes over, all the freedom fighters are buffoons. There's like. You know, Daphne Sayrig's got like this like cheerleader outfit with a big red wig, and they do like a musical number with these bozos and like these freaking wrestler the Ru- Russian wrestlers, Russian wrestler <laughs> things, and this and this French uh, pop guy, who's Serge Gainsbourg, is in it too. He's like does a he does a song in there, and I'm like, okay, See, like, okay, now this is. I, this this movie, is like French hipster. Well, I was gonna say this movie had me for a while. It had me up to this point where I was like, 
let's see where this goes. That, you know, like, yeah. hang on, this is kind of, we'll see, you know. And then it, like, after this, it just, every scene was it just, evolves, yeah. like, weirder and just being weird for weird's sake. And I was like, I'm done. I, it, it, I you know. It becomes like, it becomes like a, a, a left wing, uh, uh, Ronan Martin's laughing. You yeah, know, it's a marathon for satire, stupidity. Like bizarreness, yeah. buffoonery, you know, Mr. Mr. Freedom that says stupid shit the whole time. And he, you know? yeah, he, he breaks into these weird things and he kills a lot of people. He's, he kills yeah. a lot of people. And then, like, some kid. He gets really sad because some kid like tells him he's a jerk or whatever. Yeah, we, no one loves freedom. Daphne, we all hate you. Daphne's you know. son, and she's like, "Oh, don't, no, don't listen to him. That little jerky kid. Let's go do it, you know." And he's like feeling sorry for himself. And yeah, then, but then he, then Christ figures like, yeah, then his yeah, hands okay. start bleeding stigmata, and where the 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 Roman spear entered his yeah, ribs. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, what am I watching here, man? Like, that, I don't even care about religious stuff. What are we watching here? And, and, what, then, like, and then she feeds him like a, a like a fucking ton of cornflakes, oh, and he feels so better. That, that made me laugh because of the size of the box of cornflakes. Yeah, and everything's bigger in yeah, capitalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they find out he's got like some kind of a the, the Chinese <laughs> implanted something a in, tracking device, a yeah. tracking device, and then he's better. And then at the end, they they get all their you know all the freedom fighters, and they're gonna go out and fight you know the evil Chinese, and they just start killing everybody inside. They start killing everyone, and then. And then they show like the rally where France says no to freedom, and then he calls in the nukes and he nukes them. And then at the end he's laying there all die, all beat up and laying in this pile of rubble. And Donald Pleasance, Pleasance comes in on his radio and he puts his arm back on like he's a robot. And then Donald Pleasance like, don't worry, you did the right thing. Come back home, and, and you know and we he's still much dead. we still didn't we we still won even though we didn't win. Yeah, and then and then Mr. Freedom like lays down and dies, kind of. Yeah, and you're just like, what was this? Total pointless. It's just it was just the director's excuse for like you know just making fun of America, just making fun of like you know the globalism or or adventurism or commercial. You know, it's like I hate America. Just big stupid commercial. You know, whatever. You know, so I'm gonna go to France (laughs) and make this movie. You know, oh boy, I'm gonna find people that you know equally. At least back then, didn't Pompous, they, can't stand yeah. America yeah. too. You know, I'm sure they'll love it. You know, there are moments in the movie that are like interesting, like yeah. and it's pop. It looks like a pop art. It looks like the Beatles got high yeah, with uh, yeah. with Andy Warhol, and they were like, "Let's make a movie." And then, you know, then uh, Yoko Ono came in and hit somebody with a fish for about 20 minutes, and then they made a movie. Like that's what it looks like to me in France with with just whatever. Uh, from, from what I read, when this movie was shown. The, the their their depictions of the Russian man and the Chinese man even insulted the Marxist Leninists in the audience. <laughs> so that movie can't win. Insulted everybody. And I will say there is something for that. Like, <laughs> but I I guarantee that wasn't what this movie was trying to do. They, like National Lampoon could yes, set out, National and like Lampoon in the olden days before they were just stale and stupid, they could they, do this. They could insult everyone and make everyone and angry, and, and they would get away with it. And, They'd and, make and be like wrong and disgusting and horrid, and, and just, make a ton of cash, and make a ton of cash, and and that, and that was their shtick. Like there they was got a, away with it. Yeah, there was a while where that was acceptable, and that was kind Two of years in the seventies. Yeah, it was kind of cool, you know. But then it got stale really fast because. You can and only the movie be, started coming. Yeah, out. you can. You can only be, you know, crapped on in X amount before you're like, you know what? I'm gonna punch you in your face. Yeah. You know? And that's when like Vacation Twelve started. 
when when they sold the franchise to like Sony <laughs> Pictures or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it got. So, well, like, what did you think about this movie? Because <laughs> I mean, I kind of said piece of shit. Yeah, like I, I, I rarely hate a movie. I hate on movies because that's kind of like our job here. But I mean, not really. But you know what I'm saying. But this one, this one was just like loathsome and boring and shitty. I thought the actor was fine. The that girl, John the girl, a- John Abbey, you know, no, that, that the dude. Yeah, Daphne um, Dayrig was good. They are fine actors, and that guy is a big dude. That was a big dude. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know what else he digs. I didn't look him up, but he's yeah, a big dude. I didn't either, and I should have. I wanted he to. He could have played mean, Frankenstein in some movie. Yeah, yeah. He, this guy was all of about six four, six uh, six five range, maybe. maybe yeah, that. and uh, and he he was playing it like that, over the top. He was parodying himself, yeah, and it worked. Like he was a good actor that he pulled it off, but there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. Everything was really brightly painted and like in your face. Like it was almost like Attack of the Killers Tomatoes. Yeah, and, like those set pieces. That's what it looked like to me. Where you're like, what is what is this? What are you doing here? You, you gotta know? be there, man. You gotta be there. Yeah. I was not. There. I'm sure this played really good in San Francisco and you know maybe yeah, a couple of art houses back then, but it didn't get. Oh, I just Do you think someone out there is listening to this and they're like they just threw that they just like punched their computer because I made fun of their favorite movie? Maybe. I don't think there's anyone. They'll never come movie. back, especially like in France. They're probably like, <laughs> oh no. They're probably like, sex and sex blue. You don't understand the comedy timing of like you know of Jerry, Jerry Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Maybe if Jerry would have been in this, I think it would have been better if Jerry would have been in. I don't think he would have made this movie though. <laughs> yeah, it's. A, I mean, you know, they spent a few bucks on it. You know, it's not. It's not. In, it's inept. But it's not inept, you know. It's one of those yeah. where it's like, you know, cinematography is okay. You know, there's spent a few bucks on it. Some good performances, but it was so pointless. It's blunt, stupid. You know, it's just as dumb as, yeah, whatever. It was dumb as its message. I knew it was yeah. gonna be. I knew yeah, it was gonna I, be. I had hope. I was you know holding out hope for I'm, you know? I'm like saying, you know what? Just bring it on. I'll do it. Why? Well, why not? You know, I mean, bring it on. We've seen so many varied things. These when they come, you go. Whatever, and that's kind of the end. I'm of it, sure. You know? I'm sure there hasn't been too many reviews of this movie. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're, so somebody, we're the one. The the, the 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 actors in it might go. Oh my god, somebody's talking about a movie. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly. I'm gonna get some like 90 year old seven foot eight guy come walking up and to, like try and hit me because he was that guy. Oh, Mr. Like, Freedom, you asshole! Boom. You know. Yeah. Well, tough luck. You should have picked better movies. Yeah. Or have a better agent, I guess. Is really yeah. Or, or maybe just stayed oh, in America and not gone to France. What do you what do you give something like this? I'm gonna give it like a three, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking a two. Three, three's good. Three. That means don't watch it because let me tell you, if we're saying it's a three, it's really bad. It, it, that's like a negative on most other people's like pain meters. Yeah, you know. So don't bother with Mr. Freedom. I I because then when you see Criterion, you're like. This has something. It's probably something. There's something good about this. Or, or it has some significance. Usually the stuff they do has It's a some curiosity. Thing. And that's, I guess, what it would boil down to. They're like, well, if somebody has all the criterion... There's some. There's people out there that have all the criterions. That's one on their list that they're like, oh... For all you Donald Pleasant's completists. <laughs> and Daphne Sayers He was thin in this movie. Yeah. He was, must have been hitting the coke or something. Because he was really thin... Donald Pleasance always had like that roundish body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this one, I don't know if it was the lens or if it was just that one moment in his life where he was thin. 
He looked he, thin. He has had or whatever. I think she still have a daughter that looks just like him too. She was interesting. Oh, that poor lady. She was interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe she's like the new king of New York. <sighs> yeah. The Duke. You are a number one. All right, uh, that's it. Uh, yeah, t- one movie. Yay. Go, go. Make sure you go see the old Dark House from 1932. It is, it is a treat. Make sure you never ever even acknowledge Mr. Freedom as a movie yeah, from 1960. You know what? It's probably gonna occur, it's probably gonna pique people's interest. Like they say, it's really that bad. I gotta see from like hate now. watch it. They're gonna hate watch it. And then so in that case, we love. Then it. we're gonna get all those emails like, "Oh, you're so wrong. That was you just missed the point." I'll be like, "Yeah, get it. you're just like stupid millennials." Oh, or you didn't get it. Oh my God! All the hipster room is gonna go up yeah. in arms. The, those those effeminate lumberjacks over at uh, over at the hipster room in uh, Criterion. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be playing this at our next Michael Moore rally. They're gonna come know? for us, so we can get all worked up and like you know destroy you know, whatever. You know, yeah, whatever. It's just it is what it is. You know, it's a it's a it's a piece of shit. Yep. Anyway, it, well said. Enough I, of that. <laughs> well said. If it, if it looks like a turd, it smells like a turd. It's a freaking it's a turd, turd, man. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week. My name's Matt with me as always. And we'll see you next week with probably better movies. Well, one better movie than one. Maybe we'll be lucky if it says good. Why am I still talking? See you next week, everyone. Bye. I've been practicing all afternoon. Ever since Lisa brought the bracelet, I've been any more like laughing than I do right now.